Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash podcast and another episode of Study, Practice, and Teach. So for those of you that don't know, Study, Practice, and Teach is a series that I've been doing inside of the podcast where we take people who have had amazing transformations in their lives. And I really believe that the the best way to solidify having a transformation in yourself is to teach it to someone else. Jim Rohn says, whatever is important to you, study, practice and teach. And so I am excited to have on Cynthia Sanders Spear, who is not only an incredible roller derby athlete, an amazing, wonderful mom, and just absolute powerhouse human being, but she is actually also the head coach for Crash Course. Now, Sin, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so glad we're finally doing this. So this is a really special one because Sin is someone who came into Crash Course as a client had this just phenomenal transformation. And so when we were hiring on and looking for someone to take on as as a a coach within Crash Course for the first time, it was like, oh my God, it was just such a yes to have her come on because she just eats, sleeps and breathes like powerful life transformation. So first of all, Sin, welcome. We're so excited. (laughs) So we're going to talk about a couple things today. I mean, your transformation has gone in a lot of different areas, but I know big things for you were like post-pregnancy, you were really struggling with losing the weight. A lot of it had to do with all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. And then also really like finding that balance between fitness and weight loss. So can you break it down for us? Like, how was it for you? Like around the time that you and I started working together, like what, what was it for you that had you be like, you know, people say you change out of inspiration or desperation. So like, where were you at at that point when you were like, dude, this is the line in the sand moment? Yeah. I have to say I was already in the journey, you know, before Mm -hmm. you and I have circulated because I've looked up to you in the roller derby community for many, many years, but I, I went on this journey myself inspired by some other people in my life a long time ago. And, but when I did it, then I did it myself and Mm -hmm. I lost a bunch of weight but it was really only about the pounds on the scale. I mean, I was that person that would weigh myself three times a day and it just, it defined who I was. It owned me. There was a lot of justification over my self-worth wrapped up in everything I ate or did or didn't do. My brain was a really dark and scary place. And while I got where I thought I wanted to go, I wasn't happy. I was never satisfied Mm -hmm. and I wasn't good to myself. And then I got pregnant. (laughs) which already does a number on your brain and your hormones and and everything about you um Mm -hmm. so when I got pregnant this this mindset that I had taken from my own journey 
carried over and I obsessed yeah. over every single difference in the scale while growing a human being. Oh, and that's like the last thing you want to do. You want to just be right. focused on being like a healthy mom and it's right. your brain I, is like, you're getting fat. Yeah. I, I was so, I, I got to the point where I was obsessed over if I gained more weight than the textbook thought I should as a pregnant woman, which by the way, doesn't matter because every pregnancy is different. Then I was somehow hurting my baby. Like it got, it got that bad that I was afraid of hurting my unborn child because of some arbitrary place I thought I was with weight gain while, during pregnancy. And then I had Wyatt and nothing I had done before worked. I was carrying this weight. My body was completely different. Your body shape changes after you give birth. And mm -hmm. you can say that until you're blue in the face, but like, it doesn't like click until you're dealing with it. You're dealing with your joints feeling different. Your hips are different. Your clothes are different. In addition to that weight gain from having a child. And right. I had postpartum depression and didn't know because I was so deep in this pit of, I have to do it myself. I have to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't want to ask for help. Like I did it before. I'm sure I can figure it out again. What's wrong with me that this isn't working. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's not even to say that I didn't have a support system. I had an amazing support system around me. I still do, mm -hmm. but I was stuck there. And then I transferred, I moved to Louisiana and transferred to Red Stick Roller Derby. And I was again, surrounded by a lot of very talented people who were very fast. They are, it's a speed style team. And I, I wanted to be better. Like I, I realized that where I was, was not where I wanted to be. Right. And that there was something in my brain that needed to change. It wasn't my body. I was eating great. Mm -hmm. I was very active, but like my brain wasn't in the same place. And that is when I realized I just couldn't do it alone. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then enter us working together. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and now, so, so you guys have to know, so sin, not only did she complete crash course and 12 transformation, which is like the 12 week program, but then, you know, through like, as I took her on as an employee, she actually did thrive, which is my year long program. And then did awakening, like is actually going through awakening as it was born. Cause obviously mm -hmm. you work for me. So obviously I'm like, do all my programs. So that you I have didn't. it all in your brain. <laughs> she like, she's like the guinea pig. It was great. But so you had, you had mentioned there were a couple different like key concepts or like modules that like you went through that really were like aha moments for you that, that started to like shift your thinking. So what were those like key pieces? Oh yeah, for sure. In KCIT, it was the first couple modules, two and three, the second and third week of the program, uh, your relationship with you, your body image. Because again, for me, the transformation had to be mental. It had to be where my brain was. Otherwise my body was just never going to be anywhere where I wanted, no matter where it was. So it was That's how I was with the bikini yeah. competition. Yes. I, like, <laughs> I was the skinniest I'd ever been. I had been training. I had been like eating so few calories. I was like the day before the competition. And like, I still was looking in the mirror and going, yeah, you might be 11% body fat, your period stop, but you still have a little jiggle in your belly. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, it's not my body. It's my fucking brain. Yeah. And you realize, right. That it's yeah. like, you, it, you're never going to get there. If you start chasing it through perfection in your body. Exactly. The body dysmorphia is real. Your brain shapes your reality. And that is what had to change. And so I revisit these modules routinely as a coach. It's part of my professional development. Like I check in with my relationship with me and my body image. Forgiveness was a concept that I never had thought to use on my own body. 
Mm. That was a huge thing in KCIT. Mental fitness, that would be what module six was a big thing as well. I've yeah. always been a really hardcore active person. Resting mm. was like not a thing that I did. <laughs> right it's like hello athletes need rest as much as we need fitness otherwise you're gonna fall apart yeah so I think that went into to thrive as well there were there's a lot of like redefining integrity like where you want to be with yourself mm-hmm. where you want to be with your life the financial module I realized like my brain was affecting my relationships you know mm-hmm. my relationship with my kid my relationship with my partner my relationship with my friends, my family, like all of that had to be dug into. I had, there's a place in Thrive where we go over healing old wounds. That was a, a place that I also had never touched on before. Cause I'm really, I was really big into escapism and avoidance. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just pretend it doesn't exist. It's fine. It's I'll, fine. Just, I'll work, just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. I'll just work harder so that I don't have to think about these things. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that was that but if you're place, working hard right? at the wrong thing, then it's like, it's not going to make it any better. Yeah. I think those, so those are the big things in KCIT and Thrive. Also preventing burnout. Mm-hmm. And that goes back into like learning how to rest your body, learning how to rest mm-hmm. your brain, learning how to accept that rest is not just okay. It's part of the plan and it has mm-hmm. to be part of the plan. You know, yeah. I, I was getting sick every year and I mean, hospitalized sick. I, I am asthmatic my, my, I was a preemie baby. I grew up getting bronchitis one to two times a year. And if I also didn't get pneumonia every year, it was a surprise. And a lot of that came from not learning how to take care of myself, not, not realizing that it's like, you have to, you have to rest, you have to stop. Otherwise you're going to run yourself into the ground. Right. Cause we think that, that rest is weakness. And especially as women, it's like, Oh, well, I have to take care of everyone else. Never mind how I feel or what I need. And you just burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. So what did you like learn or like, how did you apply this stuff in your life? Like, what did that look like? So getting my head on, right. Literally made all the pieces fall into place. And I was able to like live in my body and feel like it was actually my body. Like this is mm-hmm. me. And I, I didn't even realize like that wasn't a thing that I thought. Like, I didn't feel like I was living in a body that belonged to me. Right. You're and, just trying to fix this external thing. Yeah. Versus it actually being who you are. Yeah. But, and, and then like to, to really like realize what the best version of myself was, it wasn't even a version mm-hmm. that I had ever imagined before. It was something completely mm-hmm. different. Realizing that my life wasn't tied to a scale up really applying a lifestyle that didn't revolve around weight loss that mm-hmm. didn't revolve around these numbers. Yeah. Right. Breaking. They're so arbitrary. They're so arbitrary. <laughs> it's um, so frustrating, especially as athletes. We're like, fuck you. BI. Yeah. yeah. Learning how to practice. And this is something that I say to our, our clients all the time is learning how to really greet and accept yourself where you are instead of where you think you should be. Because yes. the line of what you think should be happening is completely arbitrary. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I was having this conversation with someone yesterday about like, they're like, I just feel like I'm like behind and then I'm like losing. I'm like, but you made the rules of the game. So like, why don't we just redefine what winning looks like? Because you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And they're like, oh my God, like they didn't even realize it, you know? Yep. So what was, what was the journey like for you? Like, what were the biggest struggles? Like, what was like the, the hardest parts of it for you? Well, the journey's messy. 
And that was a struggle, really accepting the mess of that. Transformation takes time. This has been a multi-year process for me that started before Crash Course, right? Yeah, mine was 12 years long and still going. (laughs) And it's still going, yes. I've stumbled, I've slid backwards, I have fallen into old habits. Like this is the kind of thing, it's not a switch that we can just flip, but being able to turn around and focus on what I've learned in order to keep it all going, like that's the make or break strategy. As for Mm -hmm. the struggles, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of self-doubt, fear, guilt, imposter syndrome, like you name it, I've experienced it. Wondering if all the changes that I'm feeling as I'm succeeding are like my imagination. Like, am I going crazy? Am I just like, is it actually changing? Happening? <laughs> yep, totally. Uh, you know, wondering if I'm really like qualified to be like a coach, a trainer and a leader, especially at the beginning, you know, that was yeah. one of the, the messiest things was like transitioning into I've changed my life. I'm going to change other people's lives. Why would they listen? Right. To yeah. Right. I go through that every day yes. myself. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yes, we have the training. Like you're a certified personal trainer. You're a fitness yeah. nutrition specialist, right? Same for me. But it's like, at the same time, it's like just really owning that, like you have authority and like you've done something and you can leave those breadcrumbs for people. You know, yeah. sometimes it's, it's hard when we're in it to look back and be like, yeah, like I can, I can actually help someone with this, you know? Yeah. It's, I think a lot of it is like learning how to let go of the fear, learning how to Mm -hmm. kind of accept the fear and then let it go and then embrace the lessons. Like even when they're uncomfortable realizing, and again, this is practice what you, you know, preach realizing that the uncomfortable lessons, the mistakes, the fear, the messiness, like that's where the growth is happening. And that's what we can turn around and teach other people. Yep. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Now, did you have any like big ahas? Like what um, was like the big aha moments for you as you were growing? So I've got four, four big aha moments that I can think of off the top of my head. So number one is nothing is perfect. I tell yes. everyone I've taught this. I am a recovering perfectionist. You know, this, I don't you like know, I know crash course and transformation is like perfectionist recovery and all of this. Right. <laughs> But it's okay to make mistakes. You know, like we just said, it doesn't make it doesn't mean you're a total failure as a person or an employee, a partner, a mother, an athlete. Mistakes are fuel for learning and growth. Growth happens yeah. in the chaos. So that was one big aha moment. Number two was changing the narrative. You have to take an active role in this process. It just doesn't just happen because you're like reading a self-help book. You have to actually right. implement a process to practice the intangible as well as the tangible. Like I can show up to a workout, but I also have to do affirmation practice. I have to actually like go look at myself in the mirror and make an intentional point of training my brain to like look for positive things, Mm -hmm. right? Right. You have to practice the positive because it doesn't come naturally. Right, negative is normal, positive things practice. Yeah. Let's see. Number three of these aha moments was results, right? So I used to be chained to the scale. I used to be chained to results. So the number on the scale is really just a number. And like the number isn't always indicative of your fitness and your health. Yep. Fitness and the science of bodies. And of course, learning this as as we have gone through our certification process is weird and fascinating. And everybody is different and it doesn't always look the way you think it should. Yep. 100%. 
yeah uh fourth aha moment prep oh my god <laughs> i cannot <laughs> just taking a little extra time to look at your life in advance it's yeah. not about micromanaging yourself it's about allowing yourself the freedom and flexibility on the back end because you put a little bit more effort on the front end and you're not constantly running around putting out fires because you like looked at the next seven days before they happen to you. <laughs> right. Right. It's like as simple as just like looking a little further down the path, like to see if there's something to trip over. Like, yeah. come on, everyone. Nice. So prep was a big one for you. So along the way then, like going through the struggles, going through the hard stuff, having the aha moments, what did like the wins look like for you? Like what were, you know, cause sometimes it's, it's like we, we start to see like, oh my gosh, things are happening. Like, oh, it's ha like, what were those little wins looking like? Yeah. Okay. So there's so many. <laughs> All right. Learning how to prioritize and, and break mm -hmm. down overwhelming lists of things. So in the course of this, of this process, being with crash course, becoming a coach, I also have been diagnosed as having ADHD. So mm -hmm. learning that a lot of my, my mental places are also coming from being neurodivergent. So really mm -hmm. understanding and seeing the winds of how prepping in your life can help you and it, it has helped me manage this, this way, the way my brain is embracing the way my brain is learning how to flow with my brain. Um, mm -hmm. Hearing my son ask for more chicken at dinner, because in his words, protein is important. So oh. literally hearing my six-year-old say things that I say in casual conversation, and mm. he is taking it to heart. Him going around saying that mommy is the strongest mommy in the world. Oh, you know, being able to lift my 50 pound six-year-old son and play with him and wrestle with him. These are little wins. Cutting money from my family's weekly grocery bill, yeah. learning how to properly budget, not just to stay afloat, but to build a future. Yeah. You know, waking up in the morning, feeling rested. I had some chronic pain. You know, I've been playing roller derby since 2009 and I'm 36. So I was going to the doctor and the doctor was starting to say things like, mm, you've got some spine deterioration. You've got some knee stuff going on. There's something going on with your neck. Learning this idea of rest and lifelong fitness, not just beast moding yeah. in the gym. I don't have spine pain anymore. I don't have knee pain anymore. My, my, I don't have gut issues anymore. I used to have so many stomach problems. Like just learning. Social. Yeah. So the, like, these little things like on the mental side I used to have anxiety attacks in grocery stores and of course that doesn't happen anymore you know right. I'm faster I can hit 12 laps in two minutes for my team on a consistent basis you know it's I could go on forever but part of okay. this <laughs> part of this is practicing recognizing the wins and that was a win along yeah. the way in and of itself being able to move through life, right? And not think that I'm going insane because I'm noticing these things, noticing these things and accepting that they are real and that they are happening and that I can celebrate them. Right. Like just being willing to not only look for well, where did I fuck up? Where did I fuck up? Where yeah. did I fuck up? But training your brain to, well, where did I win? Where did I win? Where did I win? Because either way, it's how you're going to live your life. It's how you're looking at it. Yeah. So, okay. So like in the trenches of like this whole thing, like what did what did that feel like? What were the conversations you were having with yourself? Like, how did it, how did it really look? There was definitely a lot of trust the process, 
you are doing mm. this, right? Especially in those moments where you don't believe that the results are happening. Maybe you're not feeling them or seeing them, or maybe they are happening and you don't believe it. And you think you're losing uh -huh. your mind. It's, it's that conversation of trust the process, keep going. You are doing this. This is where results are made. When things are hard, that is when results are made. You are strong and worthwhile. Just have, just going in the mirror and going, Hey, you're strong. You know, yeah. you, you mean a lot. You're valuable. You're, and also a big conversation for me. And I do this, I do this every day. Your best will be different every day. And that's okay. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then it's, it's, yeah. yeah. So, and then just after that, it's that constant question, training yourself to ask, what is the smallest step you can take right now to keep moving mm. forward? That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's one of the number, the first things we tell people in orientation for crash course and transformation is like, when you get overwhelmed, it's like, what's the next smallest step you can take? What's the next yeah. smallest step you can take? Awesome. So how is it now? Now you've gone through the practice of all of this study, which obviously never ends and this practice of practicing all of this stuff. So how is it, how is life now like compared to like the beginning of that process? Like what's easier, what feels like autopilot, like what mm -hmm. after doing this work actually has it, has it made your life like easier, like more time, less stress? Yeah. Yeah. In, in a nutshell. Yes easier, less stress. Like, honestly, it's, it's hard to describe, right? I still have to practice this stuff. I practice it every day. I'm going to be practicing it for the rest of my life, but yeah. that is life. And it feels like life and it feels good to be that way. It doesn't feel like a hardship. It doesn't feel like I'm locked down or cornered or trapped. Like I want to be that way. I want to be practicing these things because I can feel my confidence continues to grow my body continues to change in ways that I'm excited about. Um, prep is just a thing that I do. It, and my mm -hmm. whole family does it. It doesn't really even occur to us to go about life in any other way. Yeah. These, these more powerful core habits and routines of nourishing my body, moving my body and talking to my body have literally saved me during some really tragic stuff that's happened in the last couple of years. And yeah. I still have days where I look in the mirror and the body dysmorphia is rough, but the mental mm -hmm. conversations and course corrections come naturally now. And yeah. my brain tries to help me more than it tries to hurt me. And it feels, and that's, that's such a key piece of it is people think that this stuff, that it's just going to all go away, that one day you're going to reach this and then you're not going to have to think about it. You're not going to have to practice it. Your brain's not going to say shitty things, but it's like, it's more about the fact that like you can hear like the weird shit happen in your brain and then realize that it's not who you are. It's just like what your brain is saying. Like you don't have to buy into it and you can just yeah. keep moving on with your life. Yeah. I don't buy into it anymore. And yeah, it makes me feel light. I feel free. I inspire mm -hmm. myself and that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's big. Be your own hero, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you had, let's talk about, so study, practice, and then teach, obviously you've done a lot of teaching right now, but yeah. if you had five key points, if someone was like, sin, I'm exactly where you were, like, what would be the five things that you would tell me so that I can go out and like make this transformation for myself? Right. Number one, be an action taker. Learn that action isn't just beast moding in the gym. It's how we mentally view the actions we take. Celebrate your actions, 
actively and often and always ask yourself what is the smallest step you can take to keep moving forward replace the don'ts with do's so number two set smart goals that you can actually comprehend achieving not like an arbitrary line in the sand that means nothing i'm gonna lose Uh, 75 pounds in the next three days yeah totally (laughs) three Share your journey with a community that can support you. Ask for help when you need it. Get a coach. Like even if you are a coach, especially if you're a coach, get a coach. Yeah. Number four, schedule every time. Prep, schedule time every week just to look at your life and see where the puzzle pieces can fit that will serve you the most. Your prep time is literally to set yourself up for success. Uh, awesome. Five, last thing, progress and perfection. Embrace the chaos of life and of progress. No plan on this earth can be executed to perfection. It's not about that. The journey is messy. You're messy and it's beautiful. Really accepting this and learning how to use it is how we truly transform. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh, you guys, this just makes my heart flutter so much. You have no idea. Like it's, it's such an honor, like getting to see have you come into crash course which was like this thing that like I built and it was like just me and whatever and I was like oh like I don't know about like hiring someone in and like as you've come in like I just want you to know like you have made crash course so much better like for who you are as a person like I'm just gonna cry it's fine but like who you are as a person and like who you are as a coach and like how you are a stand for people and how you share everything that you have learned and you're just such a leader like it's so amazing. So I just want to go on public forum and be like, I fucking love you. And I am forever Aww. grateful for you. And thank you so much. You're like one of my favorite people on the planet. Okay. Um, I love you too. And for everyone watching and listening, I hope that you have, and I know that you've gotten some amazing nuggets out of this. And so my challenge to you is now to take this stuff on and take the pieces that are important to you. And then you go out and study it and you go out and practice it. And then you go out and you teach it and you share it with someone else. Because like we say in crash course all the time, life is a contact sport, right? She who touches the most lives wins. And that comes from us first transforming ourselves. And then it comes from us then being that for other people. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, please share it wherever you share the things that you love with the people that you love. Uh, if you like listening to Sin and how powerful she is, and you're like, man, it would be cool to get coached by Sin. You can always message us at chrissycrash.com. You can apply for a crash course in transformation there and work directly with Sin and myself. And we will help you become a beast mode athlete, just as we have done for ourselves and hundreds of others. Regardless of what you do, just take on one small thing every day and so thank you guys so much for investing your time and joining us for this you know it's the most powerful thing that you can do is really invest yourself in learning and growing so sin i love you so much to everyone listening thank you so much you are also family i love you so much and we will catch y'all in the next episode